Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Our Community Listens mini refresher series. We've been hearing from alumni that are now finding themselves unexpectedly working from home, homeschooling, and or becoming coworkers with their partners and spouses. And that this unique experience has brought about a lot of challenging, beautiful, frustrating, wonderful, confusing, and stressful moments. It also presents us with an opportunity to make a choice. What kind of message do we wanna be sending in our homes right now? So welcome to our session today where we're gonna be focusing on empathy. Likely with everything going on right now, your family members and your friends are responding to stress and change with a variety of different reactions. Some of which, believe it or not, you may find yourself not agreeing with. And if you recall from class, agreeing with a person and accepting what that person is saying and feeling are two different things. Trying to force agreement can cause distance in the relationship and rarely, if ever, causes people to change their perspective. If we can move to accepting a person, we are able to stay out of judgment and really focus on connection. And we create this connection through empathy. If you remember from class, empathy is seeing it as they see it and feeling it as they feel it. Not, how would I feel if I were in that situation? Let's look at an example. Your teenager might come to you complaining about not being able to be at school, seeing their friends or participating in their sports teams. And as an adult with some years of experience, you might be tempted to use some empathy blockers. Well, at least you'll be safe at home. Or maybe, are you serious? People are in much more dire situations and you're worried about making it to a game? I think sometimes as parents, we default to empathy blockers because we wanna help them reframe or to use it as a teaching moment. But when we do that, what we're really doing is shutting down communication, and in some cases, eroding trust. Empathy would ask us to think about what our teen might be feeling. Isolated, disappointed, maybe they're feeling angry or a total lack of control. And then try to think of a time when you have felt those emotions, because that's where the connection comes in. You don't need to try to convince your child to feel something differently than what they are. And it's amazing the powerful connection that comes when they're able to hear someone name what it is that they're feeling. So maybe next time you could try, it has to be so disappointing for you to not be able to be spending time with your friends. I really know how important they are to you. Or maybe you have worked so hard in your practices, I imagine missing your games may feel devastating right now. Toddlers and other small children may start expressing their emotions more through actions, but that doesn't mean that we miss out on this opportunity to connect. Maybe the next time your toddler is causing their third distraction while you are trying to work, you could get down on their level, down on your knees eye to eye and say something like, it seems like you are really wanting me to see you right now and take a moment to give them a hug. Or when you have told them that they can't watch a third hour of TV while you're balancing both work and not wanting to not feel like you've given up on parenting, you could say something like, I know sometimes I feel so sad or so mad when I'm not able to do something that I really want to do. Now, sometimes we actually find it easier to step in with empathy with our kids 
than when our partners or spouses might need us. Because when that happens, sometimes we fall into just expecting them to not need that kind of connection. When we make the choice to empathize with our partner, it goes a long way in building trust and connection. So maybe the next time your spouse shares the fifth article they have read that morning about how bad this current situation is, consider trying to hold back from giving reassurance or providing competing information. Instead, maybe you could say, this can feel so scary. There's so much information coming out right now that it can feel really consuming. Or when your spouse has mentioned many times how cooped up they feel or how much they want to be able to go out and do things, again, try not to maybe one-up their frustrations with your own or to convince them that what they're feeling isn't valid. Maybe consider trying something like, I know how much you love being able to go and do. This can feel so restrictive. Empathy is powerful. It allows us to connect with people in our span of care and goes a long way in building trust and rapport. Just like we talk about in class, we constantly are faced with choices. Do we choose to engage with empathy or not? Do we choose to take the time to connect with those closest to us or not? Recognizing that our choices do impact those that are in our span of care, because after all, we are the message. Thank you for listening to this session of Our Community Listens Mini Refresher Series. 